Lisa K. 10 to noon on KTOE. Back on KTOE. Middays, how you doing? 11 minutes after 10 o'clock. And temperature-wise, looks like about 33 degrees right now. Uh, looks as though forecast details are calling for sunshine with a high around 38. So we're almost there. Not too far off. I got to use the other microphone now. Logan Krengel joining me back in studio. I warned my Minnesota 100 guests that you were going to be over here. So you can say hello to everybody that uh, has made the flip and switched over from that station as well. Hello, everyone. Good to have you back. You were in with me on, was it Black Friday? Yes, it was Black Friday. No shopping was done by you? Um, see, the thing about shopping in general, but specifically Black Friday, it's very <laughs> people-y. No. Yeah, so that's going to be a no for me, dog. Yeah, I also did not do any shopping on Black Friday. If you remember Logan's voice from years past, you spent some time here in this very chair that I'm sitting in right now on KTOE. It does feel, you know, this is great for radio because people can see us, but... Yeah. It does feel good to sit in the uh, in the co-host chair again because last Friday when I was here, I sat in the you know the the first guest chair. Yeah. Just your immediate left, and the microphones over there are very sensitive. They are. And I am trained to get very close to the microphone because mm-hmm. that's what y'all taught me back in uh, back uh, in the day. Back in the day when I was here at the radio ranch over <laughs> on the country station with all y'alls. Yeah, pretty much. And those mics are sensitive. Uh, so now we're over on KTOE. The last time um, I was telling people, last time Logan was in. I was terrified about this whole <laughs> computer situation. The big board. I didn't down have here. I didn't have you here. <laughs> Scott had to walk by occasionally and just look at me and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. He's like, It's fine. Everything's fine. Right. It's fine. We're all fine. Now it's good. But you're here. I mean, we're gonna end up talking about curling and Mapleton because mm-hmm. it's a thing. Uh, but for um, for a while there. Yeah. There's a little bit of a you want to start with some history of curling in Mapleton? Because sure, we're going to end up we're going to end up with um, inviting people out to the curling club. Yeah, so uh, I'll get well spoil the lead for you, but we have an event coming up on Saturday. We have an open house uh, going on at the Heather Curling Club in Mapleton. Uh, it's from two to six. Uh, want to tell everyone if you're if you're going to come out, make sure you bring a pair of clean tennis shoes with, just because we want to uh, preserve the quality of the ice. This is kind of like. Bowling, you need your own special shoes if yes. you're going to do it like as a hobby. Mm-hmm. And so, because what's going on right now is right now uh, there is no you couldn't curl in Mapleton if you wanted to because the ice is not done no yet. No ice. Uh, we are going. Uh, we're in the process of finishing that up uh, today and tomorrow, and then we'll be playing on it on Saturday. Uh, so we encourage folks to uh, make sure you bring a clean pair of shoes with for the event. But uh, going on from two to six, we want a bunch of folks to come out and give curling a try. Uh, we haven't been able, unfortunately, in the last few years to open our doors to just the greater southern Minnesota community because uh, three years ago, we still had a bunch of restrictions from COVID. Uh, last year and the uh, last two years, actually, we had mechanical problems that mm-hmm. shortened the season. Right. And there's certain events that we kind of have to get through for a, a league year at the club there. And so we weren't able to that do was a very Minnesotan <laughs> at the club there. The, 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 the club year, uh, you know, for various <laughs> bond spiels, various yeah. tournaments, various things with so on and so forth. And so extra events like this open house and learn to curl that we're doing on Saturday kind of unfortunately fell by the wayside just because we, we didn't have the time to do it. But now, uh, knock on wood, everything mechanically is fine uh, and uh, things are getting wrapped up and we're uh, ready to uh, open the doors to people. Now, I've been out there. How long has the building been around? So the the Heather Curling Club as an organization has been around since, I believe, 1904, 1905. Okay. Uh, as depending on who you talk to, there's accounts of curling that I that I know that we know of for sure, 
as early as I believe 1891. Wow. But there there are some who claim that there were Scottish immigrants throwing rocks on frozen lakes and frozen rivers uh, before Minnesota was a state. Sure. Uh, like we're talking 1850s, early, you know, 1840s, 1850s, 60s. Um, so it goes back that far. Uh, the Heather Curling Club as an organization has been in existence since 1904, 1905 is when they uh, built an enclosed, the, the first enclosed facility uh, in Mapleton where the Mapleton Elevator now stands for those okay. of you who are familiar with the area. And then the club that we still occupy has been uh, standing and in operation since 1950. So the the organization has been around about a hundred, almost 125 years. Wow! And the uh, the the club that we are in the building we are, we currently occupy, we've been there since 1950. There's been some uh, upgrades to some of the equipment uh, back in the in the 80s and 90s, but the 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 building itself has been there since 1950. That's where we've called home. That refrigeration system that's needed to do a. a- sheet of curling ice or like ice rink that mm-hmm. kind of that's mm-hmm. not cheap uh heavens no <laughs> um I, I i have a couple frames of reference because i, I know this so i actually have the sweatshirt on right now when i was in college i worked at, at all seasons arena here in town and i know that during the summer months and we don't operate the curling rink during the summer but uh this was 10 years ago if you adjust everything for inflation uh it was a uh, nine grand a month nine to ten grand a month just in electricity yeah that's not counting everything yeah, the else refrigeration but, system is but crazy yeah for uh for, um for a brand new facility if uh, specifically for curling uh just the the refrigeration plant or the power plant the refrigeration unit and then the the equipment that you need underneath the the floor you mm-hmm. know under your subfloor uh, you're looking at about a quarter million dollars per sheet, and we have four sheets of ice in Mapleton. Well, do the you math on that. Do one. the math on that. Yeah, it uh, it ain't cheap, but right. but yeah, that's um, it's the same uh, system that we that has been in existence there since early '90s, I believe, is when the the last big 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 overhaul uh, got done on that system, and it's. Uh, not without its quirks, I'll leave it at that. Right? I mean, um, how do you tell? When you go in there, can you, you immediately, I'm assuming, could tell, well, of course, if the ice was melted, but if it's softer than it needs yeah, to be, how do you... Uh, there, there's. You can kind of tell just one. You can just look at it. You can kind of tell if, um, if there's certain things you look for on the surface of the ice. Uh, once you step on it, you can kind of tell just how it feels under your foot. Um, and then for sure, once you throw a rock across it right. and... Um, I won't get into the nerdiness of, of water, of, of the ice difference between hockey ice and curling ice, but... But there is. I've noticed this because I'm a hockey mom. There's like, I'm sorry to foray into this, but there's a pebbly type surface on the top of like, on, curling on, ice. On curling ice, yeah. It's actually kind of, if you were if you were to run your, your hand across it, it, it almost feels sort of bumpy in, in a way. Yeah, but smooth. But it, smooth, yeah. but, smooth, but bumpy, which is a great oxymoron. <laughs> Um, whereas hockey ice, I mean, that's just smooth. That's like a, a sheet of glass if it's done, you know, if done up done real well, good. Yep. Right. Uh, so it's it's a, a very fine difference, but it's because in hockey you're just worried about the you know the entire bottom flat bottom of that puck is going across the ice, right? right. Whereas in curling, it is a very small ring around the bottom of the rock called the running surface, and that is what's actually making contact with the ice. And you need those little bumps from the pebble. That's some of the, the water we put down. It's called the pebble. Oh, okay. And the yeah, I got that right. The running surface grabbing onto that pebble uh, in conjunction with the spin of the rock is how you get the curl, hence the uh-huh. name of the sport. But 
that's um, and I will say this: we've come a long way uh, from. I, we have some some rocks that were. I, I don't even know what years they were used. I was going to say because there could be damaged under the rocks, so you have to be careful on those, and those have to be inspected quite often. I uh, we we inspect them annually. Okay. Uh, each rock uh, will run you about eight hundred dollars. Each rock. There is two places on planet Earth where you can get the blue hone granite. And really? uh, neither one of them are close to here. Let's put it that of way. Of course. So shipping is cheap. Yeah, shipping's very cheap. Um, but <laughs> there's only... Because how much do the rocks weigh? Uh, 40. Well, there's a weight range that they have to be between in order to be allowed for play. Uh, but right around 42 pounds. 42.3, he okay. said with a question mark. Uh, and they're, we actually just got our rocks reconditioned uh, before last season. Uh, there's a process where they can... Uh, basically resurface uh, various parts of the rock. And the thing is, when they resurface it, when they recondition the rocks, they they have to shave off some of the granite to to get to the new material underneath. And if you shave off enough, you actually can lose weight. And if it falls under a certain weight, the rocks are no longer eligible for play. But what they can do and what we had done is they put a a different type of granite insert into the bottom of it. Oh, to make it weigh as much. So even even though you lost the material. Interesting. You make it up and for that's in that weight. So you're you're all good. Who knew? We're talking curling today and the curling club in Mapleton. Heather Curling Club is going to be having an open house coming up that Logan's going to be inviting everybody to. So uh, we'll learn a little bit more as much as we can in the time that you're spending with us today about curling and the sport in Mapleton. I know Jake Palmer is a huge curling guy here. Uh, in Mankato oh, at yeah. that club. There's different clubs around, and so this is, is happening in Mapleton. Uh, uh, this will shock you, but uh, Jake and I actually had one, maybe two beverages at one of our bond spiels together last year. I'm shocked. Ma- <laughs> two tops, you know I mean? <laughs> you never know. Stick around. More with Logan Kringle here. KTOE Middays with Lisa Kay. Here on KTOE, Lisa Kay on your midday, Logan Krengel in studio with us talking about a free event that's coming up. If you want to learn how to curl, you don't know anything about it yet. It's in Mapleton, right down the road from the Radio Ranch here. And Logan's giving us a little bit of history about curling and uh, in Mapleton as well. I know that uh, you said that it's been a few years since the, the club's been able to hold these kind of events just because of some mechanical issues that are now yeah. fixed. Yep. Uh, knock on wood. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah uh-huh. So I, I mentioned earlier that in years past, unfortunately we haven't been able to open our doors just to the, to the, for, to the general public to get just folks who want to, who have maybe never curled before, maybe haven't done it in years, seen it on TV, wanted to give it a try. Uh, we're able to do that now because in the last couple of years, what's happened is I, I mentioned we had COVID restrictions a handful of year, a couple of years ago. And then, um, uh, Last year and the year prior, we had back-to-back years where we had some pretty significant mechanical issues that didn't allow us to become operational until later in the year. And by the time we were operational, you know, we have a list of various bond spiels and various <laughs> events that, that we get in we every year. We need to get through, yeah. Uh, just because, A, we want to, you know, keep our you know our, our members, you know, the membership of the club that, you know, sure. likes to, to do it. And also, um, there's this thing called um, uh, money. That money thing. That, that you need uh, to purchase new parts when they break. And so, you know, there's, there's various things that had to unfortunately fall by the wayside. And now this year, that is not the case. Uh, doors are going to be open. And also, I got to give a shout out to uh, the folks on the board at the Heather Curling Club. I was on the board uh, for a handful of years. I recently just let my term uh, run out. Now I just work on the ice crew. Yeah. Um, but they have done uh, a great job uh, doing a, a very significant facelift to the inside of that place. Uh, nice. Uh, did a lot of painting. They're cleaning stuff up. It looks totally different uh, in there now from 
the club that I've been in for, oh, what am I, 33? I've been in that club for about 33 years now. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is a labor of love. I mean, it's a oh, yeah. hobby. And yep. we, I was talking about hobbies yesterday and how, you know, it just doesn't feel like work. It, well, it definitely it does, does someday. but it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, um, labor no, of love. It is. Um, and, and, you know, for, for me personally, like... Um, my dad was president of the club for a number of years when I was growing up. He also took, he, you know, helped work on the ice. He actually, uh, he was more knowledgeable about the the actual compressor, like the the the, the, oh, the, refrigerator, the refrigerator facility. Um, I actually took it an ice making <laughs> class. Uh, and up in Brainerd. Uh, you mentioned that. I mean, where else are you going to go to learn how to make ice? Brainerd. The, the, yeah, Brainerd. And uh, it was uh, put on by a guy named Sean Olison, who's the head ice technician for USA Curling, one of the probably five or ten most qualified people in the world wow. to, to do what he does. And uh, his recommendation for maintenance on, on on the power plant, on the compressor, like the actual mechanical stuff, uh, his notes were, have your technician's phone number handy. All the time, right? <laughs> and because I, I'll be, I'm not a very mechanically inclined person. I, I know a little, know just enough to be dangerous. Yeah. Um, and and jokes aside, there actually are some components to the to the to the a lot of those refrigeration systems that you have to be very careful with because it can get very unsafe if you're not doing things correctly, if you're handling materials improperly. Right. So. A lot of that stuff. I mean, I, I can tinker with it. I can tell it. I can tell if something's gone wrong enough to be like, "Hey, we gotta get out of the building." But Look, that sounds like us here at the radio station. It's like we always have Scott or Keith's phone number just on speed dial, just in case. I don't know. It's sparking, and uh, I'm, I'm afraid. But just call the guys. But no, it's a. Uh, yeah, it's uh, been a little bit of a uh, 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 struggle the last couple of years, but we are so excited to get folks in there, and we can't wait for Saturday. And uh, it's so gonna be a good time. Even with the struggle and the. Uh, the being able to open back up again, this event, just inviting people in to try it. Mm -hmm. What are the ages of people that try curling for um, the first time? From uh, anybody, uh, specifically this Saturday, everyone from ages 10 and up is welcome to give okay. it a try. And that is a that is a representative of the membership of a lot of curling clubs. Uh, a lot of kids, myself included, I got started in youth curling when I was barely big enough to push a rock down the ice. And we have uh, from that age all the way up to people in their 80s and 90s out there curling. It's kind of nice. like golf in that, that sense. It's one of those things where the moment you step on that ice, uh, it feels different. So you have to practice. I was told my, my kids who are hockey players i'm like you don't step on the ice and immediately know how to skate yeah you gotta, you're gonna have to learn how to curl but you gotta be careful on that ice <laughs> yeah you do and, and that's part of the reason we limit it to ages tatted up just because you get the littles the little littles out there sometimes they're real excited and uh, that's yeah. not always good when it's icy out ice happens right well stick around we're going to talk about i know that there's an olympic curler that came right out of mapleton so we'll talk about that we'll get some more specifics on the event coming up this is at the heather curling club this Saturday, a free event that will uh, continue our conversation with Logan Kringle after the break here. Back on KTOE, Lisa K on your midday, 1041. Thanks for hanging out. Logan Kringle in studio with me just up at, uh, till about 11 o'clock this morning where we're talking about what's going on at the Heather Curling Club in Mapleton, a big event coming up. Now, let's talk about the history as far as uh, you've got some, like a really good curler that came out of that club. No, no matter if you're not good, you can join in, but... Absolutely. Probably not going to be as good as this guy. Uh, no. Uh, a fellow by the name of uh, John Landsteiner is a 2008 graduate of Maple River High School. He and I uh, grew up together curling at the Heather Curling Club. Is that one point in time where you're like, this dude is going to be so much better than me? Um, yeah, 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 I would say <laughs> by, middle school, by middle school or so, I'm like, yeah, okay, we're, we're going two different directions yeah, here. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be more like the in-town league guy. Yeah, um, well, you know, it's one of those deals where... Uh, 
the, uh, so an average an average league game uh, at the club in Mapleton is eight ends. It takes about two hours, and that's that's quite a bit you know, for folks who aren't in and you know good curling shape. I mean, especially if you're shooting lead or second, you're doing a lot of sweeping. That that'll take it out of you. That's a little brushy Here's, thing. That yeah. Um, <laughs> Olympic matches are <laughs> Olympic matches are ten ends, which to me sounds Ooh. like a death march. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like two and a half hours. I'm like, normally a lot of our league games, we assess the situation after six, and if it's more than a couple rocks difference in score, we head to the back room. <laughs> like, whoa, 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 wait a minute, you oh. guys are here for winning. I'm here for. There's a That's keg in the back room crazy. of the club. <laughs> yeah. um, no, there. Uh, so John uh, originally is from Mapleton. If you. Uh, uh, if you ever see uh, Team Schuster on TV, that's who he curls with. Uh, there, a lot of those guys, including John, is uh, he now resides him and his wife and and their kids there from the. John went to UMD uh, out of high school, and uh, he and his wife still reside uh, in Duluth when he's not you know jet setting all over the world curling. Okay, uh, but yeah, originally John is uh, from the Mapleton area, or from Mapleton, I should say. His folks still live uh, just down the street from the club. Very apropos. Uh, we grew up together curling uh, in the youth league there, and. Basically, we both of us curled through high school, and then, uh, and this happens with a lot of folks uh, that grow up curling. You, know, you curl through high school, and then when you get to college, basically, John kept going and got more competitive, and I kept Joined going. The beer league. And I <laughs> focused on the uh, soda pop. <clears throat> uh, yes. And so we'll go until I turn 21, yes. then I switched to beer. Uh, but yeah, that was uh, so that's a. Uh, Part of the the rich history of the club, and actually, I, th- I think we still have the uh, the banner up in there uh, up in Mapleton. There is uh, an Olympic training facility. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You never know what you're going to get. Yeah. So yeah. you're inviting people need to come out um, this Saturday, and if you're 10 years old and up, you can try it absolutely free. You don't need to know what you're doing. So I do assume that you're going to have some people that are going to be on the ice helping because you can't just toss some people out there. That Abs- would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Um, and I'd, I'd get a kick out of it. But yeah, no, but of course, there's going to be uh, folks out there to provide instruction, uh, hook you up with uh, the, any equipment that you might need other than, uh, as I mentioned, we want folks to bring a clean pair of tennis shoes with. Um, but we'll provide you with uh, a broom uh, if you want to, uh, if you decide you want to try using a slider uh, on your one shoe uh, as you when you deliver the rock, uh, we'll provide those as well. If you have um, your own curling shoes, like I think I've seen Palmer's, like that has it all already built in, right? Yep, I have. Yep, I got a pair. Got just those? A pair like that as well. Uh, if you're if you get serious about curling, that's a good investment. Um, I, I'm, you know, and, and they last a long time. They're yeah. Very well built, and I only use mine five months out of the year, so they'll last quite a while. So, Logan, you mentioned that there are kids' leagues and things like that. Are there women's leagues and men's leagues, or are they combined? Oh, yes. All of the above. All of the above, okay. Uh, So, beginning in January, uh, beginning the first Monday of the new year, Monday night uh, is men's league. Tuesday night is women's league, and then Wednesday night is open league. And as the name would imply, that's uh, any combination, men and women. Because the reason that open leagues... Are, is becoming the more popular term is for a long time there used to be mixed leagues, mixed bond spiels, and typically uh, the rules were the teams had to be made up of two men, two women, right? Uh, now with open leagues, it can be three gals, one guy, three guys, one gal, it don't matter. Anybody, mm-hmm. as long as there's four of y'all who want to uh, get together and curl, come on down, we'll, uh, we'll get you on a league. So that's, uh, that's what we have going on league-wise. Um, and then throughout the year, we have a uh, men's bond spiel, we have a women's bond spiel, an open spiel, and then uh, the last uh, bond spiel of the year is our teen spiel, which is kind of the end of the year tournament for our youth league. Oh, okay. Right. So something for everybody, and uh, we got folks from the ages of 
Six. Palmer, we're talking curling. You don't want to get in on this, do you? Not with the legend like him. <laughs> ah, the legend. <laughs> <sighs> it's good to be held in high esteem, at least yeah, in some right? places. Right? <laughs> He's going to go out and go, <laughs> But, no, we're uh, we're looking forward to, uh, to this Saturday. Folks can come on out. Also, I should mention, uh, if you want more information, either mapletoncurlingclub.com or you can find, uh, I would encourage uh, folks to follow the Heather Curling Club on Facebook. Okay. Uh, it's a good way to stay up to date with uh, what's going on. Um, any announcements that we, we make would be uh, on the Facebook page. What time does everything start this weekend? Uh, the event will begin at 2 o'clock, runs from 2 until 6. Um, and if you want directions to the Curling Club in Mapleton, just Google Heather Curling Club. I believe the address is 315 West Silver Street, or as uh, we call it in uh, in Southern Minnesota, it's on, high- on Highway 30 on the west edge of town. It's tough to miss. 